This podcast is presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place, www.caringplace.org. Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program with all the good news and more. Brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers, where caring for the needy, feeding the hungry, and changing lives happens every day. Now here are your hosts for Mission Possible, Ron and Marilyn Brummett. Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers were known as the Caring Place, and we've been caring for the homeless and needy here in South Florida for 98 years. Began back in 1922. Good morning again. My name's Ron. I happen to be the president, and I've been here almost 31 years, and what a joy, what a privilege, what an honor it has been. We serve the homeless and needy of our communities uh, more than just providing them shelter and a meal. We really want them to know that God loves them, that people love them, people are concerned about them, and that there is a pathway to end homelessness in their life and to become successful. And it's more than just, like I said, getting a meal and maybe staying for a few days. It's really making a commitment from the individual, either the man or the woman, to say, you know, my life's out of control. I need some help. I'm here for some help, and I'm ready to apply myself. You know, you and I both know that if you want to lose some weight or get in better shape or have a project you want to do, uh, everyone can encourage you, but you have to do the work. And that's what happens here. Even in the midst of our pandemic, uh, we are still seeing great success stories. People are coming in. And by the way, we're practicing all safety protocols. It's made it very difficult for our centers in Broward and Miami uh, we have had to deal with less people in the building because of the social distancing and the restrictions. Our hearts break out, break for those that are still on the street. Uh, there's been other places that we've uh, developed and the cities have developed, the counties have developed uh, in hotel rooms and other places where the homeless can go to until they can get uh, cleared and get their negatives or and get their testing done and then be placed into a center. But even then, uh, because of the restrictions, we can't just have uh, 200 people in the same room anymore. We have to cut it down to 100. And so our numbers have gone down a little bit. Uh, in fact, over the summertime, when we were at the height of our the pandemic and all the positive cases, we were down quite a bit. But we've been gradually and carefully and uh, slowly adding people into our centers. And we have a build to point. We're just about there. And especially we're concerned about our women and children. You know, many of the, the moms that, that come to our centers, they're fleeing domestic violence. And so that's a whole nother story. They've got themselves and their kids. There are some intact families. When I say intact, the dad's around and part of the family. But mostly it's moms and their kids. And it's very difficult, especially with the schooling going on. Um, some kids have to stay home and be um, remote, have to do remote learning. Others can go to school. Uh, but it's just very, very difficult. And I want to say thank you to everyone that's helped us during this fall campaign so far. You know, we had our Thanksgiving banquet just last week, uh, the week before, on the, right on Thanksgiving. We served hundreds and hundreds of people. We gave away tons of food and, and goodies to people. And we encouraged uh, the homeless around the street that don't give up and try to point them to get some help. Normally, we would take them right off the street that day. We would take them right off and put them into one of our centers. We just couldn't do that right now. We did start the process of taking a few in, 
and some did come in after they were cleared. And then, of course, we had our, our families come down. And many, many of the people that I talked to that were not residing in our centers. And let me back up. We have people that come to us for help, and they reside in our centers. They're, they're called our residents. Uh, that's in Miami and Broward. And they will stay there anywhere from two months up to a year, sometimes longer than a year, depending on their needs and where they are in life. And then we still want to take care of people that are on the streets and people that are living close by to our centers that are struggling financially. So when we have these uh, outreaches during the year, we do four main ones. We are uh, able to um, help them with food and items and clothing and assistance and referrals and even sometimes some job searching if they don't have a job. And that was really a great day when I was able to see people and, and they were just smiling, even in the midst of everything. And they don't have much. You know, they're struggling. The people that I met that were living close by, you know, they have to make hard decisions. Do I pay uh, for the electric? Do I, you know, or do I get my son a, a new pair of shoes or what do I do? And so anything they can get, they're very grateful. And it was just a wonderful time. And we can't do it without you. You know, right now, uh, we're gearing up for our great Christmas outreach. We're going to do this very differently than we've done in years past. Uh, just like in our Thanksgiving outreach, we would normally close the streets down and have a tremendous, massive gathering. Uh, but this year, we won't. We, we didn't do that, and we're not going to do it for our Christmas outreach. But yet, we still want to be able to bless boys and girls and families. Not only the ones that are in our centers and the, and the, the children of our people that are in our centers, but also in the community. Uh, last year, we gave over 6,000 toys to about six, 700 families. We want to try to do that same thing again, but we're going to be doing it in our church property location, which is up in North Miami. Uh, you can find out more by going to um, caringplace.org slash toys. That's caringplace.org slash toys. We are in the middle of a toy drive. I'm setting up something. I, I hope to have it up very quickly up in Amazon where people can actually go online and purchase the toys. They don't have to bother about coming down and touching or interacting with anyone. And that way we'd have the toys directly. We've got some already, but we want to have uh, people come to the church property. They'll be doing it in a caravan style and we'll meet them where they are, give them their toys and, and their, their goodies and send them on their way and, and just have a word of prayer with them if they allow us to do that. So even in the midst of everything that's going on, we still are mandated. Part of our DNA is to help people in need and just help people in general. You know, we're a Christian organization. We're more than that just a name. We believe that God loves people. We believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and we're following what the, the Bible teaches us, that's the Old Testament and New Testament. That means to be kind to those around us, to help the poor, to help the orphan, to help the widow, and to, and to make sure that people's lives are touched. And we can't do it without you. You know, the toy drive is one way to help us, but we're also having our, just our regular Christmas outreach, uh, especially during the end of the year. All nonprofits right now are struggling for finances. Maybe even in your home, you've gotten quite a few letters and appeal pieces where we, and maybe places that you never heard of before. They're showing up in your mailbox. And sometimes I feel like we're just one in a long list of people asking you for your help. And um, we do need it help. We do need your help. And we want to make sure that you know that when you give to us about 87% of your dollar, uh, that's uh, 87 cents out of every dollar, goes to direct services to help those in great need. Uh, we're very frugal. We're good stewards. Uh, we are able to 
to actually leverage the donations that we get in food items and clothing items and other items that come in through our doors that we can keep our costs low for our meals and our programs, but yet we still need financial help. For $2.10, you can sponsor a meal and more. And you just go to our website at uh, caringplace.org slash Christmas. That's caringplace.org slash Christmas. Uh, we, we really still need to raise about, um, I think it's close to 30,000 meals uh, in the month of December alone. So that's, that's about $60,000 more just for meals. And you can have a big impact on that. You know, $21 will help for a table of 10. I know and I believe in my heart there's somebody listening this morning. If they wanted to, they could give $10,000. I don't know if they want to, but I believe there are people that have the means. If they really feel they want to be part of the solution and help someone in great need, they could come our way and just simply go to caringplace.org slash Christmas and make a donation. And um, I, we are also looking for people to help us with our food drive. We're almost to the end of that. We do it every fall. Uh, we're going to serve 250,000 meals and when we get done of it in December, maybe a little bit more. And one way that people can help us and make it fun for the family is to go to our website and look for Pack the Pantry. That's, uh, uh, we'll tell you all about the food that goes into the bags. We have these brown paper bags that we'll send out to you. And simply when you go to your supermarket, your place that you shop, look for the BOGOs. You know, buy one, get one free. And get some rice or some beans. We're also accepting frozen items if we can get them to us. They're cold. Uh, we had a very successful turkey drive and ham drive and pie drive for Thanksgiving. But now we're trying to finish up the year on a high note. Uh, wherever you are, if you're listening to this, maybe you're on the internet, maybe iHeartRadio or sitting, maybe you're in another state. Uh, we're sending our prayers to you, to that you, you and your family will have a safe holiday season. Before you know it, we'll be at Hanukkah and Christmas and the end of the year. Well, God bless you. We've got a tremendous program, so stay tuned right here on News Radio 610 WIOD for more Mission Possible. Leanne Navarro here is a Senior Community Development Associate for the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. I'm so excited. We have uh, on the phone with us our wonderful representative from Safe Farm, our amazing, always working for our community, Jose Soto. Welcome. How are you doing? I am doing awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Leanne. It's always inviting me to your radio show. I really appreciate that. Thank you for joining us. And, and of course, you know, I always have to tell you thank you for everything you do. I feel that our listeners, if they have never heard an interview from us and they have never heard from Jose Soto and the wonderful things that State Farm is always doing to help those in the community, you must know this is a wonderful company uh, committed to helping others. And I know you have great news. What do we have going on? Oh, my gosh. Well, the holidays are right around the corner, as we know, uh, or, or happening right now as we speak. And uh, because of COVID-19, a lot of folks are really afraid of going to the stores and, and, and buying items and, and, and things like that. So what we're doing at State Farm is to really make it simple uh, for folks to donate and to help out. We're encouraging our customers. We're encouraging everybody. Also, anyone that's listening on the show, is, you can donate directly to an organization that you'd like to support. An organization, for example, like the Miami Rescue Mission. Make a monetary donation to them. Um, we're working with you guys, as always, uh, and try to raise as much funds as possible. And you yourselves can make that purchase. You know exactly what folks need. You can buy those gifts. Uh, we have other groups out there. Uh, that we're working with called 
a group called Neighbors for Neighbors. They provide uh, gift cards uh, for uh, needy families, not only to purchase food during the holidays, but also gifts for their kids. Um, and also the Children's Home Society is another group down here in South Florida. We're also participating in a holiday gift card program in which folks can go to their website and donate any amount they can afford, and then the organization will purchase gift cards to give to needy families. As you see, there's a theme around that. You don't have to go to the store. You really don't have to. You can just virtually do this from the comfort of your home. Just go online and make a donation to any one of these groups, like the Miami Rescue Mission that we're talking right now with you guys. Make a donation online. And then as you're employed, a lot of employees out there have like a matching gift program. They may be able to match your personal donation. So, again, it's super simple to help out. The key thing, Leanne, as I always say, is do something. It's you, everybody needs to do something to do their part, especially now with what's going on in this world, COVID-19. We need our help. Just because there's a virus out there doesn't mean that folks can't help each other out. On the contrary, everybody needs each other's support more than ever. So, I, uh, I totally we're, agree with we're, you. We're, 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 we're doing our part to try to help out. Like always. And, and, and you know what? You're, you're right. I mean, if you are blessed, if you're listening to us right now, and you know that you have a, a roof over your head and you have your beautiful family and and you're okay and you're not struggling through the pandemic, which we know that so many people are nowadays. Uh, you know, the pandemic has affected people in different ways. And, of course, uh, we're talking to you, the person that has no complaints or little complaints about everything that is going on, and you are able to help someone. So reach out into your heart and find an organization to help during the holidays. Uh, one gift, one donation. I, I do know of plenty of individuals that are okay with going shopping. They're okay with ordering things in Amazon. What Jose and I are trying to tell you is that, you know, you have to think outside of the box almost, right? So you have to think about what's best for you. And so we are just giving you ideas here. Uh, but you can definitely, I mean, the, the, the point and the goal every time I speak to Jose Soto is always the same. Encouraging those in our community that can do something for someone less fortunate. Am I right, Jose? Yes, yes. And then, like you said, you know, there are folks out there that, you know, you may want to go out to the store again and buy items, you know, and buy this, and that's fine, you know, as long as you keep, you know, proper social distancing and all. Uh, I mean, but there's, there, there's a lot of things that, that, the important thing is to do something. Um, you know, one of the things I did, I did want to share before I forget is, if um, you do decide to go out, whether it's online shopping or in a store, you know, there are some tips I'd love to share with, with everyone out there listening because these are tips that are very valuable and it's going to help you save you money. So let's say you go online. Look for discounts. There's a lot of discounts that are going online right now. Like you mentioned earlier, Amazon. Oh, my gosh. You don't have to wait till Black, Black Friday or any, or any color day of the week if, if you want to say that. Because there's always a particular day for, for something. You don't have to wait for that. Um, go online and see all these different discount opportunities. Look for that. Um, a lot of our organizations uh, provide free shipping during the holidays, okay, whether shipping to your home or maybe shipping directly to the nonprofit. Let's say you want to buy some toys or gifts and you want to have them shipped directly to the Miami Rescue Mission. You can do that. Check with, with a lot of online retailers. They may not charge you shipping. Uh, so there, there's a lot of things out there. Um, if any of you have a rewards credit card, look at your points in your reward card. You'd be surprised. You may be able to convert those points into gifts that you can give to a needy family in the community. Think about that, too. 
you know? Um, um, so, you know, th- th- those are a couple of, of tips right there. Um, from a safety standpoint, uh, if you put up a Christmas tree, my gosh, please, make sure you water your Christmas tree, especially if it's a real Christmas tree. Uh, you know, fires, unfortunately, are one of the most common uh, things that happen during the holidays, uh, and a lot of them are result around Christmas trees. Folks forget to water their Christmas tree. So you want to make sure that you water your tree. Um, and there's a whole bunch of other holiday safety tips uh, that I can share with you. I know we don't have a whole lot of time on here, but that's, that's just one of them. Um, but I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, turn it over to you, Leon. I, I know you have we have a lot more to cover. Absolutely. And and again, you know, it's about being safe, about feeling comfortable, about right. doing something for someone else. I mean, it could be a neighbor. It could be an organization. It could be the Miami Rescue Mission. There's so many wonderful organizations out there trying to bring joy during the holiday season, right? We have already dealt with so much uh, during the year, so we want to end it with with happiness and with helping one another and, of course, um, you know, staying safe, of course. So I, I thank you always for for taking the time, for encouraging your agents to, to get in touch with the different organizations in our community. I mean, I, I feel like State Farm is such a big part of our family. And, uh, of course, our listeners, because I am a customer of State Farm myself, you know, completely outside of the Miami Rescue Mission uh, and everything that you guys do for, for us as an organization, I love having insurance with you guys. So, I mean, might as well put it out there that I, I love the service, I love my insurance, I love everything that I do with uh, with Safe Farm. And, of course, you know, I know you have a website, and I love your website, Jose, that you always tell people if they're looking for volunteer opportunities, tell us that website that they can go to. Yes, uh, it's called neighborhoodofgood.com, neighborhoodofgood.com. And you can see opportunities uh, not only from the Miami Rescue Mission, but other groups out there that need your help, whether in person or virtually. Um, we encourage organizations. This is, by the way, a site that's free in which uh, if your local church wants to put something on there that they're doing a fundraiser or you know for a nonprofit that needs some help in promoting a fundraiser, they can go to neighborhoodofquit.com if they need volunteers. Go in there and post their opportunities for free. So it allows all of us, all of you guys who are listening, to look at opportunities out there that may be available, whether it's close to your home or to your work. Yeah. Uh, so, again, you know, uh, great website to get into. And, and like you said, Leon, now more than ever, this is, this is the time of giving. The holiday season is a time of giving. There's different ways that folks can help, whether it's either a monetary donation or maybe it's your own personal time that you can do something to help an organization out there and, and you need somebody in need or maybe your neighbor, like you said earlier. Anything you can do to help each other out, we all need each other's support. Um, now is the time to do it and we encourage you to stay far. And it's the time to finish the year with in a, on a positive note. You know, I mean, I know that it has not been uh, the best year in terms of people getting sick and, and, and many wonderful people dying and you know, it's kind of sad to remember, you know, to look back in 2020 and look at all that. But if we end the year giving back, you know, bringing smiles to children in our community that cannot afford toys or, you know, that they need that little bit of happiness because the children, a lot of them don't even know what is going on. So let's give them some joy. I thank you, Holte, for joining us today. I thank, thank State you. Farm for always being such a good neighbor. You know, you live up to that, and, and we appreciate you guys so much. 
And uh, until next time, I know we're always doing this wonderful interview. So thank you, thank you for taking the time and joining us this morning. Leon Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Miami Rescue Commission and Broward Outreach Centers. We have on the phone with us today our wonderful supporter, Madison Sullivan. Thank you so much for joining us, Madison. Welcome. How are you doing? Hi. Thank you so much. Madison, I, I, I got to tell you, I am so inspired by you. You are such a role model to everyone in our community. Can you tell us what you did to help the homeless and hungry in our community for Thanksgiving? Yes, of course. So basically, I set up um, right, right through there um, a little thing where people can donate money directly through Facebook, um, partly because I know that people don't like getting their credit card out, and that could be annoying, and it's, it's easier to do it through technology. So I wanted to use that for my advantage. Um, and then I also collected money for the homeless shelter in cash and I got $500 a little bit over maybe um, in cash and I just asked everyone in my neighborhood and I even got donations from Texas. I know some people that live there and they wanted to help out and they didn't have to do anything but just send money for a good cause basically and I ended up giving it to you guys and it was it was super easy. I loved it. Madison, thank you so much. I mean, again, role model is, 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 is the word that I can think of that is perfect for you because you're so young. I mean, I know you said it off the air. You're still in high school. Yes. Yes, I'm a senior. So you said, you know what? I want to help those in need. What a better way than to create a Facebook fund, fundraiser. So if anyone is listening and, and you do use Facebook, and even if you don't, I mean, you can just do it for a, a fundraiser and it doesn't, it can be for any organization. Madison decided to do it for us to help the homeless and hungry. And she was very successful because she's right. It's very easy to do that. And, uh, the fact that you were able to encourage people. So how did, how exactly did you do it? I know you posted it on Facebook. You shared that with your friends. What was their response for the people that were uh, helping you? So basically everybody, for the most part, wants to help out. I feel like that's common sense. Like everyone wants to help out. It's during the holidays, but they never know where to send their money at. So, um, I kind of started the project and I posted it. I called people. And the thing is, is, I didn't really have to call many people. I call one person, and they're like, wow, that was easy. I, I cash-apped her. I um, Venmoed her, or I just stopped by the house and gave me money. They didn't have to go out of their way. And then I kind of directed it in a good way. And I feel like that's all people need is a little bit of direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because they're so busy with their job, school, and even some people were donating five, ten dollars. Um, some people were donating up to two hundred dollars. So it was it was awesome, really. They all loved it. Um, I told them that I went and dropped it off at the homeless shelter, and they they liked um, staying updated. You know, and you, you know what you're trying to say there. If if I understand everything that you're saying, which is so amazing, is that it's easy to get other people encouraged and involved in doing good, right? It's just a matter of telling them yeah. how, of telling them how easy mm -hmm. it is. So I want all of our listeners to uh, see what Madison is doing. 
and kind of follow your lead because you're right. That's my experience as well. A lot of people want to help. They just, they just don't know where to begin, right? And it's just a matter of, you know, mm-hmm. having the initiative to do it, you know, creating a platform like you have and, and just telling them, hey, I'm helping the homeless and hungry. Would you help me? And you are an amazing fundraiser just by doing that. So thank you. Thank you so much. Again, you are an inspiration to me. Uh, you are that generation uh, for tomorrow. So I thank you for everything you did. And I thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much, Madison. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, thank you. Well, I'm Marilyn Brummett, and once again, we're at the part of the program where I am told over and over again that this is uh, the favorite part um, of our programs as we air because we're listening to stories of real people who have gone through something uh, very difficult in their life. But what the good thing is, is there is a good outcome. There is light at the end of the tunnel, and I have with me today... I have Ivan with me. So welcome to the program, Ivan. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Well, Ivan, do you want to go back into your childhood, or where would you like to start your story about, uh, you know, what happened in your life and, and possibly what actually happened to bring you to the Miami Rescue Mission? Well, I won't go quite back that far. Okay. But I'll go back to college because uh, when I graduated high school, I had plans to go to uh, college. I went to college, and then I I didn't drink. I didn't smoke anything like that. I played football in high school. Mm-hmm. And so I guess it was peer pressure. Once I got to college, I started drinking and experimenting with other drugs. And so it became a habit, which I couldn't see it back then. But, you know, going forward, it really became an issue. But I was what you call a functioning addict. To where I can hold a job. Like, I've had great jobs. I work for American Express, AT&T, mm. the law firm downtown. And so, I've had good jobs. And, um, you know, getting back to school was um, something that I always wanted to do. But I never uh, completed it. So, getting back to school was a priority to me. But I had a, a kid um, when I was 23 years old. So, I never had a chance to go back to school. I tried it a couple times, but I never was focused uh, the way that I needed to be. So I started working. And, you know, I, I brought along my uh, habits from college on into my work uh, life. And I, the drinking increased, the uh, smoking, marijuana, that increased. And so, you know, that just set up a whole set of problems for me. And mind you, at this time, I couldn't see it. And, you know, what I, in retrospect, when I think back to my experience, because I got kids that graduated college. I got four kids, two boys, two girls. Mm-hmm. My oldest uh, kids, uh, my oldest daughter, my oldest um, son, they're both college graduates. Mm. So to them, you know, I was sufficient dad. But, now, in retrospect, I really wasn't. You actually had a family interventions. Well, yeah. Um, I tell you, before I came to the mission, I spoke with my dad, and he said, you've been doing what you want, wanted to do your whole life. He said, why don't you do something for, that someone else wants you to do for once? So I decided to come on to the mission, and that's after consulting my kids, 
my parents, my siblings, so everybody thought it was a good idea. I came kicking and screaming like a baby, but in retrospect, this is probably the best decision I made because it gave me a chance to look at things from a different perspective that I fear I may have never looked at things from that point of view had I not come to the mission. Well, that's pretty amazing, um, actually having a family that cared about you so much that they did have a family intervention. Um, we have heard stories um, of that in the past, but not so much of co before coming to the Miami Rescue Mission that family actually sat down and said, oh, we feel that uh, there's a problem and uh, it's not getting better. And uh, for our sake and for your own sake, um, we're asking you to, to do something. Now, did they suggest Miami Rescue Mission or did that come after? Well, uh, what actually happened was my brother-in-law, um, He's a barber, and a friend of his uh, works for the Green Shirt Program. Okay. And um, my brother-in-law had helped someone in the past. Mm -hmm. And so he mentioned it to my sister. And they had spoken okay. about it for quite some time. Okay, so they actually then, through that, we found out about the Miami Rescue Mission. We're going to take a short break, Ivan, but you don't want to turn that dial because you want to find out what happened to Ivan once he went through the doors of the Miami Rescue Mission. We'll be back in just a moment. Well, we're back with Ivan, and uh, he told in his story that he actually had one of those sit-down family interventions that said, Ivan, you know, you've been a functioning addict. Um, alcohol has was your, you might say, drug of choice. and um, But we're saying there's something wrong, um, even though you're successful in uh, certain ways, but it's, uh, it's hurting the family. And uh, as you said, you have college uh, uh, children, children that are all going to college, so that's successful, and yet still something wrong. So you did make the decision. And as you said, kicking and screaming, uh, you came into the Miami Rescue Mission. You told me off air you felt like yeah, it would probably be kind of cold and regimented. But what really happened once you got here? Well, when I came to the mission, when I finally got there, you know, the uh, staff, they were real warm. And they greeted me. They treated me real decent. So that was not what I was anticipating or expecting. So... That, that that was a plus right there. And I also was able to get reacquainted with school because once you're there, uh, you all have to uh, do a uh, evaluation, evaluation an assessment test. So we took the assessment test, and they felt like I'd be a good fit for the education center. So now I'm a teacher's aide. I was going to school. Education was my major. And so now I'm kind of fulfilling that right now which has me uh, looking forward to going back to school once I take care of my requ school requirements at the Miami Rescue Mission. So, you know, it's got me back sharp. So you were one of those that kind of liked the two hours a day required to be in the education center. Many people rebel against that. <laughs> now, two hours is not even enough for me. Amen. So, you know, that's, that's one of the uh, plus, pluses or positives right there and um you know just in general getting my restoring my relationship with the lord that was another priority because i obeyed the gospel 
wow, a long time ago when I was 15 years old. Mm. So it's one thing to not know right from wrong. It's another thing to know right from wrong. And it's another thing to actually do right from wrong. <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. And uh, so, I mean, I know I mentioned earlier that I've had nice jobs and things of that nature. However, if I'm just a firm believer. If you know the right way to live your life and you're not doing it, you may get away for a little while or for a long period of time, but nothing that you put your hand on is ever going to uh, turn to gold. Well, really. you sound a little bit like Jonah in the Bible. That's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had to learn that the hard way. But if you don't do what you're supposed to do, things are not going to work out the way they're supposed to. So you have to live that God-fearing life. And, I mean, it's not bad. But once you live for, for the Lord... Um, you get blessed more. Your life is not as hard. Not saying that you're not going to endure hardships because you are. However, it's just a little more easier. So uh, we each have our stories of um, how we might not have swallowed by a big fish. Uh, big fish can be a lot of different things. That's right. You're absolutely so right. So we all have a different story in that matter. Now you were saying off here that you actually your goal is is to work with a nonprofit organization. That is correct. You know, um, when you've been given an opportunity like I have and been given chances, because it's just a blessing I'm still here because I've had a couple close calls doing things I wasn't supposed to do in the streets, trying to sell drugs, which I really wasn't very good at. So. You know, I've had a chance, a mm. uh, couple situations where I could have had my life taken away from me. So I know God is real. Well, Ivan, it's uh, been a pleasure to for you to share your story. I'm just going to ask the listeners right now. Um, I know some of you are, are prayer warriors, and maybe some of you are, are not, but uh, you can send some positive vibes. And those that are prayer warriors, please pray for the men and women uh, who come to the doors of the Miami Rescue Mission, the Broward Outreach Centers. We are collectively known as the Caring Place. And Ivan basically has found that, that caring place here, and his life has turned around. Thank you, Ivan, for sharing your story. Not a problem. Okay. Well, what a great testimony from Ivan. You know, every week that is the highlight of this program, in my humble opinion. We like to share what's going on in the community. This is called the Good News Program, Mission Possible, the Good News Program. With all the doom and gloom, with all the stuff that you read and, you know, the old saying, uh, if it bleeds, it leads on our news. Uh, that is true. I mean, that's the reality of life. And we are going through hard times. We are going through uncertain times. But uh, we still do believe that there's good things that happen. And that's what this program is about. Many people, I will, I can testify to that. Uh, over and over again that many people have come alongside of us. They still want to volunteer, even though we can't have as many on our, our, our sites anymore. People are still giving. People are still praying for us, our faith community. So we are very, very, very grateful. You know, the ministry's been here for 98 years. We're called the Caring Place because we care for the homeless and the needy. But our centers are the Miami Rescue Mission, and then we have our Broward Outreach Center, and through 98 years, that's a lot. That's a testimony by itself to go through all the, the changes that we've had in our country and our nation and the hurricanes and the depression and the wars 
And now we're going through the coronavirus pandemic and the uncertainty of the future in our country and the economy and so on. But, you know, we serve a faithful God. And I do believe that God loves people. He has a plan for people. He has a plan for your life and for people that you may see on the, on the sidewalks, on the benches, uh, begging at corners at a gas station. He has a plan for their life. There's somebody's sister, brother, uncle, cousin. Somebody knows him in their life. And for whatever reason, maybe they've made a, a lot of bad choices, uh, but maybe it's mental illness. Maybe it's something that they've had a tragedy in their life that they just can't overcome. You know, I've, I've had people tell me when they came into the program some stories that you think, is this true or not? And yet uh, you can see it in their life and, and how they've been able to cope with it uh, in the present. But in the past, when you lose your whole family to a car accident, you lose your kids and your wife, one fell swoop, sometimes people can't rebound from that. So we are always excited to hear about good testimonies, about changed lives. And especially during the holiday season, uh, we had a tremendous Thanksgiving outpouring. Of course, our, all the nonprofits in America are, are really pleading for financial help at the end of the year here. You know, this is normally our time of year that we uh, are so blessed to have so much money come in to help us during the rest of the year. But like, any, like with anyone else, we're just having a struggling time. We need your help. And during the holiday season, more than ever, we want to end this year on a higher note. So I would ask you, I'm not going to beg you. I mean, that's not right for a grown man to beg. But I will ask you to go to our website at caringplace.org slash Christmas. You know, for $2.10, you can make a difference in a person's life. It's more than just a meal. It's someone looking down at that person and smiling and encouraging them and then for them to take the next step in a change in life. That's $2.10. That's $21 uh, for, to help 10 people. And I'm sure there are people that are listening right now could give $1,000, $5,000, $10,000. We've had it happen before. And uh, if you're moved to do that, you can be a part of a great solution, especially during this coronavirus pandemic where people are uh, just up in the air about what they're going to do in the future. And I will, I will say that even through this, we've had people come in and get their lives turned around the last six or seven months, find jobs, get reunited with families, and move into their own places and become happier and more productive citizens in life. And that's what it's all about. Uh, we want to help people see change in their life. And right now, we are concentrating on our communities. Uh, we need toys for our kids. We're going to give out over 6,000 toys in our, our, our great Christmas outreach. It's going to do things a little differently this year. But go to caringplace.org slash toys uh, to make a donation for toys. You can drop them off. We want new toys. We don't want any used toys for these kids. Normally during the year we can do that, but during this time of year we want to give them new toys. But go to caringplace.org slash toys and help us with our toy drive. Well, God bless you again. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay blessed. And tune in next Sunday right here on News Radio 610 WIOD for more Mission Possible. This podcast was presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place, www.caringplace.org.